Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piewarski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. 2A views, conservative news, Craig. Thank God it's Friday. Oh, yeah. right thank god it is friday thank you everyone for tuning in we appreciate you showing up for free for all friday we're gonna have a good time today apologize about yesterday man you know mike i i had a specific appointment set up with the dentist and he just decided that well first of all i they, they my appointment was for noon right and then they were like no i mean no the appointment was for 12 30 i got a text from him 12 30 they said, no, your appointment was at noon, but hey, we can take you at two o'clock. Otherwise, it's going to be another month. So I'm like, well, I had to take the two o'clock, but sure enough, went in and showed them and they're like, oh yeah, I don't know how that happened. That's great. Let me see. Did you get some bling? Let me see. Did you get some bling? No bling. No bling. What? No bling. Just a I deep teeth. I thought I was for Congress. You had to have at least a gold gold cap. A gold cap. <laughs> Yeah, I I might be running in the hood, but I'm not running in the I'm not running in that kind of hood. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. That's right. You're running in old sack. <laughs> no, old sack is not in my district. Oh, okay. All right, I thought it was. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Mikey, 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 Mikey. You just like you just like saying old sack. I do. Old sack. How's <laughs> oh, your Friday dude. going, Greg? Have you been able to start your weekend? Uh, no, man, I, dude, I am just, I'm a working, I'm, I'm, I'm working now. I'm hardly working to a certain degree, but I'm working my butt off, working my butt, my, my butt off. Put your, put your cup up before you some. Oh, here you go. Here we go. Go ahead. I mean, uh, uh, there we go. I don't think it's going to work. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Oh, well, they all, all over the floor here. You're getting it all over the floor. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. How was your uh, How was your weekend going thus far? Right on schedule. Right on schedule. Everything's uh, moving right along. Get, uh, supposed to have a little rain tomorrow, and uh, no no signs of mudslides, so we're good to go. Excellent. That is always good. That is always a phenomenal thing to hear. Uh, I'm gosh, you know, I do not know what it is, but I'm gonna have to apologize to folks. Our our signal is a little, little wicked today, once again. So, apologize if we if we're stalling up. Like I said, uh, when we're done, when this is all over, we upload this entire program over to Spotify. If you want to watch it without any, you know, 
glitches or anything like that you can watch it over it you can watch and or listen over at spotify so we'll re-upload it in the in the in the event that you might miss something or it might glitch out on you a little bit but uh once again apologies uh get mad at xfinity comcast xfinity they're the ones that are are, are giving us the glitchy the glitchity glitch yeah we're good we're good on this end so we'll be here as long as craig's there i'll be here with you there you go I'll there you go <laughs> Tons of good stuff to report today, or fun stuff to report, interesting stuff to report. But before we do, we got to go ahead and give that quick shout out to our sponsors. Yep, let's say hi to our, our, our special sponsor today, our hosts here at Lion Arms. That's uh, Lion Arms. What's the other side? There it is. Lion Arms. There we go. Lion Arms. LionArmsUSA.com. LionArmsUSA.com. Or at lion underscore arms everywhere you go to do the social media thing you can get that there but you can uh that's good stuff um and give you a you've got to call them you call them and you're going to get a nice discount tell them you saw uh, craig and i here on the on the rundown and we talked about lion arms he's going to take care of you get you to hook up uh let's say to our good friends at hitman industries that's hitmanindustries.net uh, if you got yourself an ar in the past five years you probably got one of their barrels you don't even know it so now you can buy from the factory direct your next ar rifle or pistol that's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fight the good fight behind enemy line. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out the California 6th Congressional race while you're there. Uh, if you want the best in tactical holsters, go over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Hogholsters.com. Use the discount code to run down all one word, all caps, no spaces, and get a nice little discount there. And if you want some tactical gear, indoors, outdoors, hunting, camping, fishing, you can get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are our sponsors. They bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. Do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Uh, check them out today. All you got to do is follow the links in the description to this program. And if you do that, bam, tell them that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <coughs> hey Craig, can I, can I make a little intro real quick? I, I got to... I got uh, this week. I got asked to sh to help somebody start another podcast. Okay. And uh, I just want to mention it on here. I don't know the link. I don't know any of that. I know the first one posted up today, but it's called uh, uh, Bang Bang Bourbon. It's all about guns and bourbon. Bang Bang Bourbon. So if you go, I know it's on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and look up uh, Bang Bang Bourbon, you'll be able to find it. Perhaps I'll get Craig to post a link up to it here uh, sometime today. Bang Bang Bourbon. Yeah, drinking and bang, drinking bang, and guns bang bang bourbon baby okay yeah, we don't mix the guns with the alcohol we talk about them separately okay separately. all right first you talk about the guns then you talk about the alcohol right sure in, in that order yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's with my uh my co-host over there is uh is the is uh incredible author writer uh tom knighton from bearing arms ah okay Definitely, definitely. Then have to make sure to include that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that it, I'm sure that it'll be a fun, uh, a fun time. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> well, let's jump right into it, shall we? Uh, for those of you who have not yet heard the big news, Wayne Lapierre has resigned as the head of the National Rifle Association, uh, as is being reported by. Uh, by our folk friends over there at Fox News, says here, 
uh, longtime National Rifle Association chief Wayne LaPierre on Friday announced his resignation. Fox, Fox News Digital has learned. With all, well, with pride in all that we have accomplished, I am announcing my resignation from the NRA, LaPierre said in the NRA's press release, which is exclusively, which, which, which was exclusively obtained by Fox News Digital. I've, I've been a card-carrying member of this organization for most of my adult life, and I will never stop supporting the NRA and its fight to defend the Second Amendment, uh, this, to defend Second Amendment freedom. My passion, uh, my passion for our cause burns deeply as ever. NRA President Charles Cotton said during the board meeting Friday in Irving, Texas, that he accepted LaPierre's resignation. LaPierre, 74, cited health reasons as motivation behind the departure. And I am sure that it had absolutely nothing to do with the court case that's about to begin over there regarding the NRA over there in the state of uh, New York. Yeah, nothing to do with it. It starts actually, what is it, Monday? I believe the trial starts, Craig, right? So yeah. Got, got, got nothing to do with that at all. Nothing. Listen, this, this guy squeezed every every penny out of the NRA that he could for the past 10 years, uh, and probably much, much more before that. This guy has been the uh, – has taken what was once the nation's leading civil rights organization – and, and, and just about damn near flushed him down the toilet all by himself. Um, we've been waiting for this day, uh, you know, to, to, to get them back on their feet, to get them back where they need to be, representing all of us, not just him and his uh, his, his side girls, uh, you know, special interests. Uh, it's uh, it's horrible. Luckily for us, there's been organizations like uh, Fires Policy Coalition, Second Amendment Foundation, and those to help pick up the slack while they've been uh, screwing the pooch over there, but. It's it, hopefully we, we will see a good new uh, CEO and uh, a good new uh, organization run there. Now, now let me ask you. So, is NR? Would you say that that a lot of the growth, a lot of the growth in terms of influence and whatnot? Would you say that it occurred during Wayne Lapierre's uh, tenure? The growth of what the NRA? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, shortly after he came on, he was a good motivational speaker. Uh, he got the message out there, you know, uh, and he was one that, you know, was, was, was good at that. He knew, he knows how to communicate well with the public. Um, although I, I, you know, their, their membership now, if, if not the, the total paid members having declined the active membership and those that claim to be part of NRA has significantly gone down. Listen, you have people that join with lifetime memberships, you, you, you know, once you're in, you're in, you're a member forever. But I know there's plenty of people now in there that were directing their, you know, their minimum uh, annual donation to other organizations and not NRA. Right. I, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is, is that you know, first, giving giving credit to the 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 growth in terms of influence and communication uh, that he did play a role in. And the sad part is, is that uh, a lot of the problems that they're facing and a lot of the a lot of a lot of the influence that they have lost has also been due to him. Um, and that's a sad thing. You would you would think he would have been able to to step down and retire and leave leave the organization while it was on top, but uh, he had to drag it down a little bit before he finally decided to leave. You know, and, and the guys had a a multi multi million dollar you know departure 
uh, Avenue, uh, you know, contract that they you know, minimum money they were going to pay him for for years now, for for five years, for ten years, and he's just refused to go. And you you know as well as I do, there has been there's been much turmoil amongst the boards of directors, uh, the boards of directors there, and uh, uh, he's continued to, uh, to to come out on top. You know. Yeah. Uh, hey, our uh, good friend, uh, Mr. Patrick Collins, the gun foodie, uh, uh, chimed in. He said, yeah, he thought that he thought some of the hiccups that we were having, he thought it was he thought it was just him. But in, term, in terms of our 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 skepticalness, but uh, right, right. in terms of our feed, no, it is the Internet gods punishing us. I do not know why. Maybe because we're conservative. I don't know. Well, but anyway, your, your Internet feed is coming from California. That's why. Well, there you go. See, that's the problem right there. But like I said, we're recording it, and I'm getting a clean recording here. So we'll uh, we, if you, all you got to do is give it about uh, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes after the show is over, and it'll be up at Spotify if you want to watch and or listen to it. Just, you know, just so you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think a lot of the things with Wayne LaPierre is ego. I mean, it's he feels like. The organization, he felt like he built the organization. Now, mind you, he did not do it by himself. He actually, and it does get credit for, for, for bringing on some phenomenal talent that helped him to build the organization. Uh, but having said that, uh, you know, if you have ego enough to build it by yourself, then evidently he feels like he had ego enough to tear it down by himself. Well, listen, he, I mean, he built the, uh, the, the IA, right? The legislative affairs bureau and they got right. involved with, with lawsuits and everything else. Uh, um, and, and and then he got rid of him. You know, he he fired uh, you know Chris. Uh, I'll call Chris last name. Uh, yeah, yeah. He fired him, and and now they're gone. They don't exist anymore. You know, because they were they stood to challenge him and said, "Hey, you're no longer good for us." Uh, right. And he said, "Okay, well, I got something. For you. You're fired. I got I got some old Polaroids here. You're fired." You, know? <laughs> you like apples? <laughs> you like them apples? <laughs> you like them apples? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Wayne LaPierre on the way out. Uh, hopefully, this means some very, very good things coming up for the National Rifle Association. Listen, my only hope is uh, you know, his resignation doesn't take effect until the 31st of January. My only hope is he doesn't burn the place down between now and then. <laughs> I would, I would tend to agree with your, with your hope and your, your hope and your desire. You know, it's kind of funny because I didn't even realize how many. I mean, how many people I actually knew were members of the board over there at the NRA until I actually took the time to count. I'm like, wow, I, I know some folks over there. Yep. yep, absolutely. I know some folks that were uh, current members and then previous members. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, moving right along. Biden gave a big speech today. And in his big speech today at Valley Forge, he talked about how democracy is on the ballot. That's right. He wanted to focus and talk about basically Donald Trump. Now, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. So he's saying that democracy is on the ballot and yet he's talking about Donald Trump. So what exactly does that mean? Oh, let's read the story here. It says in his first campaign speech of the election year, President Biden warned the nation against the perils of compromising democracy and the threat that he and his campaign believe former Donald Trump poses to American democracy. The president's address near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, on Friday marks three years since supporters of the of Trump rioted at the state at the U.S. Capitol. Hey, they call, finally called it a riot and not an insurrection. Anyway, 
Mr. Biden and Mr. Biden said George Washington could have remained president for the rest of his life after America won her independence. But that's not the vision Washington had for America in the Revolutionary War. America made a vow. Never again would we bow down to a king, Mr. Biden said. Whether democracy is still America's sacred cause is what the 2024 election is all about, Mr. Biden said. The choice is clear. Donald Trump, Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. He's willing to sacrifice our democracy to put himself in power. Our campaign is different. Now, Mike, I got my opinions, but I... I, ha I have a feeling that you have a few things to say about uh, 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 Mr. Biden's hypocrisy. It's amazing that he wants to talk about democracy, but yet he wants to rule like a king. And I get that. He gets that from his former boss, you know, uh, former President Obama. They want to they wanted to be rulers and dictators, uh, you know, and have their way. I'm, oh, am I speaking, you know, uh, you know, hyperbole? No, Craig. Uh, how many times do we have to hear the two of you say things like, I've got a pen... I'll just write these executive orders and just bypass Congress and bypass the Supreme Court. That's what a tyrant is. That's what a ruler is. That's what royal dictators do. And that's what he continues to want to do. Oh, Mike, it, it, it's even worse than that. It's He's talking about democracy is, is, is on the ballot, yet he's trying to remove the leading candidate from the ballot. Now, yes. let's see. Let me think about it. Who else does that? Oh, Putin does that. Uh, who else? Did? Castro did that. Uh, uh, Xi, Chairman Xi does that. I mean, yep. am, am, am I, I mean, we're talking Hugo Chavez did that. Yep. The people who seem to do that, none of them seem to be people who support democratic forms of government. They all seem to be communist dictators. And that's exactly what that's, right. that's exactly what the Democratic Party, the People's Democratic Party, right, are trying to do here in these United States. But he says democracy. So he, you know what? Here's the deal. He's right. Democracy is on the ballot. Our republic is on the ballot. And uh, we know who's on the evil side of that. And that would I hate to say this. I don't hate to say it. I'll say it. That's Joe Biden. And by the way. No, who, who are the ones who are making it all about Donald Trump when the, it's it's literally everybody who is going after him, everybody who decided to that they were going to file their cases so that they would come during an election year. Every single one of them are either Democrats or appointed by Democrats. But Republicans are the ones who are against our democracy. Yeah, well, and, and, you know, listen, it's 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 his. Uh his lack of knowledge anyway, right? He keeps fighting the democracy, democracy. And, and you said it well, you said, uh, you know, Republicans are fighting to keep the Republic, you right. Know, uh, you know, in functioning order. Uh, whereas they're worried about the democracy. We're worried about keeping the Republic intact. Well, exactly. And for those of you who are not aware of what we're talking about, we are a constitutional Republic. We democratically elect representatives to both, uh, to both, uh, right laws as well as to enforce laws, right? That's the democracy end where we where we elect representatives. But no, don't don't be fooled. We are a nation of laws. 
first and foremost. Yep. Yes, we are. And uh, Joe Biden doesn't get that. Well, or at least if he gets it, he doesn't care. How about that one? Yeah, Greg, I didn't get to watch the speech today. Did he room around at all at the end of it? <laughs> I didn't watch I didn't watch it either. I, I'm just going to go back and watch it. I, I figure... I figure he was going to do that probably afterward, just kind of, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, so uh, the, the flub reel will be out of the eleventh. Shake time. someone's hand, like air shake yeah. someone's hand. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Where's my tapioca? Yeah. <laughs> That's your president. We'll watch, the, uh, late night, we'll watch the late night comics tonight. We'll see. Uh, we'll see the flub reels then. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. All right, moving along to our next story. Uh, you know that uh, Claudine Gay is uh, now out as president of Harvard. Well, there's a bigger story behind it. There's something bigger that's coming behind it, and that's uh, based on a story here that I was that I was I was checking out over here at uh, over at Vox. It says the culture war came for Claudine Gay, and it isn't done yet. Now, I, I want to say that to say this, and here's here's where I'll tell you. Number one. She did not was not forced to resign because of the culture war. Never because of something she did did wrong in the culture war. Because we know she did. Harvard didn't push her out because of what she. They pushed her out because well, you know, she plagiarized <laughs> because she was a fake. She was a fraud as an academic. But uh, but the bigger thing that's happening is is this conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and exactly what that means and what the consequences that are going to be. And here's a little a little snippet over at uh, over at MSNBC I wanted to share with you to kind of give you an idea of where the conversation is going. Claudine Gay is officially out at Harvard, but the fight over DEI has only just begun. What started on college campuses is now hitting boardrooms across corporate America. But instead of standing their ground, many executives are turning their backs on DEI instead. I want to bring in my friend David Gura, business correspondent for NPR. David, you have followed this story closely. And to me, in many ways, the Harvard story, it's almost a gift. I'm being careful. to Not to all corporate America, but a lot of CEOs in the last couple of years have not said, I want to do away with DEI. But they have definitely, and again, I'm not complimenting them. I'm just reporting on what I've heard. They are fatigued by it. And so it seems like this moment they're opening the door saying, see, see, yes, maybe we shouldn't have it either. It's like an excuse they were looking for to tamp down DEI. I think that DEI is one of these terms like ESG or CRT, critical race theory, that's new and novel and not universally defined. And that's the problem here. I think that's what's making them nervous. It's what's caused a lot of this or animated a lot of this fight is people being able to use different definitions for what these terms are. So I, I think that you're right to suggest that it's a gift. They've seen how all of this has played out. And there have to be executives who have watched this with real trepidation, have seen what's happened in the context of an academic institution, and probably fearfully wondered what might happen if you saw, if you were to see uh, a group of customers or investors turn themselves against a company like this. Look, I think we saw from Mark Cuban, billionaire executive, a very well-articulated thread. People didn't X see it, so, so please, yeah. yes. In which he defined himself, again, this is kind of a plastic definition, he defined what DEI is and made the argument that for an executive to encourage diversity is beneficial to both the executive and the company and customers of that company, you're looking for a wider audience of employees, uh, people who might 
go to your business. That's advantageous. But all of this has to be done correctly. And I think that that would be the most constructive thing that could come out of this is an effort to, again, better define the term DEI in a more universal way and find a way for it to be applied in a way that is constructive and not something that's a detriment or that the companies would be bemoaning having in place. So, Mike, the problem here is, and I think to a certain degree they hit the note on the head, but we're not the ones that create the confusion over, over, over this stuff. Diversity has a meaning. The word equity has a meaning. The word inclusion has a meaning. And they use these words, and then they give them the definitions like Mark Cuban just said, and then they go and they institute programs that do the exact opposite. And then they wonder why we're like, well, no, if that's what diversity, equity, and inclusion is, no, we're against it. That's bad stuff. That's racist. And, and it's, it is it is mind-boggling. Once again, I'm listening to this guy here talk, but I'm, I'm listening to Mark Cuban talk, and I'm like, yeah, you guys are the ones who keep screwing up the definitions, like Black Lives Matter. Like They're like, well, Black Lives Matter means all this. No, Black Lives Matter, the organization, whenever we questioned that Marxist organization founded by trained Marxists, you said, no, it's not Marxist at all. Well, make up your mind. Right. Listen, didn't she do a really good job, too, of, of, of clarifying that this was not her opinion and she was not tied into any of these opinions whatsoever? Uh, you know, like, like I'm going to make sure I keep my job no matter what gets said. Um, the, uh, uh, you, you're right, Craig. I mean, DEI are three different words, but you put them together and it equals something completely different. Uh, and, that, and that's been that's been the problem. Uh is that it, it is not diverse, it is not equitable, and it's not inclusive. Inclusive. That's that's <laughs> when you put them together, you have you know their excuse to uh, use reverse racism against uh, anybody that's not the same as them. Uh, it, it's really what it comes down to. Oh, and by the way, when did Mark Cuban become well spoken? When did that happen? Did I miss that? No, he's he has joined the the cabal of Hollywood uh, or, or media or the elites, the the me the the corporate. Hollywood academic elite or, or elites who think they are smart people. They may be good at business, uh, but when it comes to other stuff, in particular public policy, they are intellectual midgets and they just don't want to admit it. Uh, but the problem, once again, is this lack of acknowledgement by many of these folks, once again, that, look, what you're saying is not what you're doing. You're using meanings for words that you are not applying when you actually go and you implement these programs. Right. And I agree. I think the idea of you know equity, meeting people where meeting people where they are, providing them what they need to succeed, that's not a bad thing. I believe that the, in the idea of diversity of having diverse uh, cultures and opinions represented, but that's not what they're doing. I believe that you need to once again include people who maybe don't always think like you or don't always look like you, but that's not what they're doing. That's not what they're doing at all. And when you point it out, uh, they get mad at you. It's, it, it's funny, you know, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson used to probably by accident at first and then got in the habit of making up words, uh, you know, to, to try and get his point across. Um, and, now we have them using actual words, but making up the definitions. So we're just, <laughs> we're just we're going to change the definitions. There you the go. And, uh, and just let you repeat what we say. 
by the way, I have come to the conclusion that there is no such thing as reverse racism. It's just racism. Just because it's against white people don't mean it's the reverse of racism. It's racism. You see, Craig, but I'm, I'm white. I have to say reverse first. So you could just say racism and get away with it. I have to say reverse racism so people know what I'm talking about. Whatever. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you that one. I'm just going to say it's all racism. I think that when you are deliberately uh, 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 excluding, when you are deliberately uh, going after someone in a negative way because of their right. race, that's racism. Well, listen, I, I, we're, we're, we're of the same age. I, I got caught up in the affirmative action policies in the late 80s, early 90s, okay? And mm-hmm. that was, um, listen, it's been proven through, through uh, you know, civil rights movement that, uh, that uh, people of color had not gotten a fair shake. So they decided to not only reverse that, but go the opposite direction. So rather than racism being in place and black people not getting jobs they were qualified for, they turned it around and said, let's give jobs to people that they're qualified for and turn away those that are white that are qualified. Well, it's reverse racism. I'm sorry. Yes. And that's, by the way, that today that's called diversity, equity, and inclusion. Correct. Correct. Yeah. No diversity, no equity, and definitely not inclusion. Yep. Yep. Unless you're the right race. That's right. All right. This next one, Mike, is an interesting one because I, I and I have a, a interesting comment, some interesting comments about this. It's, this was a poll. There was a poll done by Rasmussen. And in this poll, they wanted to ask people, you know, do you feel that there is more or less crime? Well, according to Rasmussen, 41% of Americans still see crime rising. It says here, while officials say crime decreased last year, few Americans believe that it is true. Where they is true where they live. The latest Rasmussen Reports National Telephone and Online Survey finds that 41% of American adults say crime has increased in their community over the past year. Only 14% think crime in their community has decreased, while 38% believe crime has stayed about the same over the past year. Two years ago, 45% said that crime had increased in their community. The survey, uh, the survey question... Uh, yeah, goes on to point out where the survey questions are now mike i believe that there's a couple of things going on here one is that crime hasn't gone down one of the things that's happened is in places like california places like new york places like minnesota a lot of blue states they have decriminalized a lot of crime so a lot of things that were felonies are no longer felonies a lot of things that were misdemeanors are misdemeanors are no longer are no longer being enforced. So what's happening is someone commits a crime. I don't bother calling them. Someone commits a crime. Well, let me take a step back. The courts have said, we're not going to enforce these misdemeanors, right? So because the courts won't enforce them, the police have stopped arresting them. Or let me say, the DAs have stopped charging them. Or the DAs are part of the problem. The DAs have stopped charging them. The cops then have start, stopped arresting them, and because we've made it harder on cops to even do their jobs, they're getting out of the idea. They're not. They're doing less preemptive policing or or aggressive policing, and so now people are just realizing: look, if someone steals my stuff, they're not. The police aren't going to do anything about it anyway, so they've just stopped reporting. So crime hasn't gone down. Crime reporting has gone down. 
Yeah, now add into that that we keep telling people crime's gone down, right? The media can tell you, well, the crime has gone down, the crime has gone down, and it's that time of year where we tell people crime's gone down because we're trying to get Democrats elected again. Um, you know, if you really want to know if crime has gone down, Craig, I don't know, if there was only some place to look and be able to find some sort of uniform crime reports that are published uh, on an annual basis so we knew what the actual crime rate was, if we could only view that rather than what people's opinion of crime is, we would know what the actual crime rates are. Well, we do have the FBI database that we can utilize. But once again, it does no good if people have decided that they're not going to report it. You know, Correct. someone if because someone hit your car and drove off, what are the chances you're going to wind up reporting it? Yeah, no, exactly. You know, you're right on that. And I'm saying the right. other half of that is mm. the media telling you there is no crime. So people are like, well, there must not be crime. The media said so. Well, except for all the videos we see of, you know, people running in stores in large groups and just running out with thousands of dollars worth of goods, except for the fact that we see stores shutting down in various places because of shoplifting, um, business owners uh, taking massive losses because of because of theft. Yeah, no. <laughs> Craig, 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 that's the way they support themselves. <laughs> and it's racist for you to, to accuse them of crimes when they're just trying to support their family. Oh, so it's not stealing, it's 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 compensation. It's their salary. It's how they're able to provide them for themselves. There you go. Well, you know what? I don't know I don't know what I was thinking. Clearly I was not. Um it it works my last nerve, sir. It just works my last nerve. I really yep. The problem is, is this is a problem with any time you do polls like this. It's like there's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics. And the thing is, is that you're asking people to believe the government or believe your lying eyes. And, you know, I, for one, am going to believe my lying eyes. Right. Yep. Anyway. Yep. All right, folks. Well, hey, that brings us to our parting shot for today. Parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholster.com, use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. Uh, our first one here, you might remember that the uh, Epstein files came out recently. And, uh, well, it, it, it appears that uh, Donald Trump is not. Well, he's in it in that he is referenced, but he has not ever referenced anywhere having gone to Epstein Island. But that is not going to stop liberals from going after him. Breaking news, Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump was recently indicted for not being on the Epstein client list. How dare he? How dare he? How dare he? All right. Uh, then you've got this other one. This is all, This is a fun one. So, I wanna, well, I don't know if I'd call it a fun one. Uh, just to put things in perspective, when, when Arab nations tell you that Israel is guilty of a genocide, right? Let's be clear. All right, the green area in this is the Arab world, and the red is Israel. Arabs have 99.6% of the Middle East. Israel has 0.4%. The Arabs complain that Israel is, quote, occupying their land because 99.6% just isn't enough when your hate for Jews is the center of your life, which it pretty much appears to be. There's, there's, and there's many countries on there, Muslim countries that are not on there as well. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, and what, uh, what else is interesting is 
almost every single one of those countries that are in green once had Jew once had Jews in them and they no longer have Jews in them. Yet in Israel, 20% of the population, 20% of the population in Israel are Muslims. Palestinian Muslims. Yep. Voting, serving in government, all that. Yep. But you know, they're 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 the ones that are committing the genocide. All right, we all love LeBron James. LeBron James thinks he is so smart and is always full of comments. Yet I saw this and I thought it was very, very interesting. So these are, there are four pictures here. One in 2004, one in 2012, one in 2020, and one in 2023. And it's LeBron James trying to look all smart reading a book. But there's one interesting thing to notice. He still has yet to get past the first page of the book. Yeah, it's the same book, folks. It's the same book. It's the same book on Malcolm X. Yep, yep. It's been 19 years, and he hasn't gotten past the first page on the book on Mal- of Malcolm X. Well, he's a busy man. He's a busy man. It's hard to read a book when you're flopping all over the court. Well, you, anyway, yes, you are 100% correct. And this last one, Mike, this is a question that I have asked myself many, many a time. And I, I don't know, maybe... I got to find, maybe I got to find someone to help me answer this question because I don't get this. This is a gentleman holding a sign that says, if genitals don't define gender, how does removing them affirm it? I I feel like there's a firm genital joke in here. I don't know. I I know. A firm genital joke. (laughs) Did you say a firm genital joke? Did, Did you really, did you really go there? I think there's a firm general joke. <laughs> hey, so is uh is uh, uh is Lion Arms going to be joining us at uh, at shot this year? Oh yeah, they are. Almost. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I hear Magnus. You better believe it, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Folks, a good time is going to be had on Monday, the twenty second. Uh, at the Hofbrau House, correct? Yep, yep. And then the uh, the the Lion, the, the Lion Arms party on the twenty fourth at Hogs and Heifers. Oh yes, yeah. We went to Hogs and Heifers last time. I'm telling you folks, it's phenomenal. Look, back end book end parties. All right, yep. the Rundown Arms Room Radio uh, and and Lion Arms doing it, doing it, having a good time. All right. Before we get out of here, Mike, let's uh, let's do our due diligence and give that uh, quick shout out to our sponsors. Yep. Uh, Lion Arms USA, lionarmsusa.com or at lion underscore arms. Uh, make sure you saw those on saw us on the rundown. Call them. Get a nice little discount on whatever perks you want, including firearms. They got deals going on. Uh, California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. I could take part in California's future today. Make sure you check them out. Uh, and, uh, and while you're there, check out the California 6th Congressional Race. And if you want the best in tactical concealed holsters on the market, get over to Hog Holsters. Uh, Craig told you about them. And if you want some tactical gear, the best on indoors, outdoors, wherever you're going, go visit our friends at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please take a moment. Go over to craigdeleuze.com or you can go to craigdeleuze.com. Yeah, go to craigdeleuze.com, click on the donate button. Folks, we're trying to buy some yard signs, folks. 
Gonna cost us a grip to be able to, to be able to hit the entire district. So anything that you can do can help. Anything that you can do will make a big difference in helping us to be able to get the word out for the campaign. So please go over there, CraigDeluz.com, check it out, kick in a few bucks today. Do it right now. Like now. Now? Why are you waiting? Don't wait. Go do it now. Now, Craig, if you're getting yard signs, yes. I think they need to say, Craig Deleuze, U.S. Congress, get off our lawn. Get off our lawn. There you go. <laughs> get off our lawn. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. I will, uh, I'll run that up to the fly up the flagpole with the consultants and see what they say. <laughs> hey, hey, when, I'm, when I'm your chief of staff, we're going to have those signs. Don't worry. Good point. Good point. All right, folks. Well, that's going to be it for today. We very much appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program. Like I said, I'll go ahead. I'm, I, this is going to be uploaded to uh, to Spotify, but I'll go ahead and I'll put the link in the description at the so the run. You can either just go to Spotify and look us up, or you can go to Facebook, the Rundown. Click on go. Go on this episode, and I'll have the link. I'll, I'll post the link there for you. In any case, thank you so much. Very much appreciate it. Y'all have a good weekend, and we will see y'all on Monday. Fun day. Gun day.